Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. This is 365 Sports, powered by Sikkim365.com. Dick Bain, KJR, he and Softy host a show in Seattle. I don't know if Softy has been heard from or if he's even <laughs> in captivity. He might be in captivity where he doesn't want to be. Dick, hey, great to have you on the show. What's it been like in Seattle following the dramatic win to get to the national championship game for the Huskies. Well, this, this team has just captivated the city and, you know, obviously like it is down there. I mean, uh, the city is a bit split uh, between Cougar fans and Husky fans, but, but primarily it's a, it's a Washington city. And this is just exactly what the Husky games have been really through for the last month and a half guys. It's been, the Huskies look like the better team. They get out to a lead, look like, you know, they're one or two plays from, you know, busting open a game and maybe winning comfortably by 14 or 17 points, but then they don't make the play to bust open the game. I mean, Texas did a great job of holding them to two consecutive field goals, whereas if you just get one of those as touchdowns, it really looks different at the end. And then the Huskies do something, you know, silly like they did last night in giving Dylan Johnson the ball on all those plays instead of just having Pennick take a snap and take a couple seconds off the ball and kneel down and force Texas to go the length of the field in 12 seconds. And, you know, the Huskies do something silly. They get their running back injured and hand it to Texas. They did a hell of a job going almost the whole way to get the game-winning touchdown. And we were just in panic mode there for the last 45 seconds of that game. So what were the thoughts on, I mean, Kalen DeBoer's did a fantastic job and he's coach, coach of the year for a reason, but the decisions that he made down that stretch to maybe not respect the clock as much as he should have. Well, yeah, I mean, I think, uh, you know, you've heard the old, the old shark line, all, you know, all gas, no breaks, right? Well, that's, that's kind of what Ryan Grubb, the, the Huskies offensive coordinator, he lives by that mantra as well. I mean, he went for it on his own 33-yard line and with four minutes left to go in the first half, and they got that. I mean, hell, he went for it in a tie football game against Washington State on his own 29 with two minutes left to go in the game. He went for it on fourth down on his own 29. I just, it's, it's just how Ryan Grubb operates. I mean, he's running double reverse flea flickers in the fourth quarter against Texas, and, you know, that's just – he is going to live by the sword and he's going to die by the sword. And fortunately for Washington, he's lived by it every single game. Dick, how does this feel different than the first playoff run? Oh God, this is, I mean, the 2016, that was a just, just glad to be their football team. I mean, it was a good football team, but God bless Jake Browning and what he's doing for the Cincinnati Bengals right now. He ain't mm-hmm. no Michael Pennock. <laughs> right. I mean, I mean, and that, and the, I think the, the only part of the 2016 team that was better was the defense was better in the back end, clearly. I mean, you had, you had 
NFL players left and right. You had Buda Baker, you had, you know, Sidney Jones, you had Kevin King, and you had guys that that are playing a lot in the, in the NFL over the last five or six years. But this team, we knew a combination of this team being elite. And then the fact that the rest of college football did not appear like it had a juggernaut football team. There was no 2022 Georgia out there to worry about. It was Washington and four or five other teams that were all about as good as Washington. And Texas was one of them, and Michigan was one of them, and Alabama and Georgia were were two other ones, and those were really your five. And Oregon was another one. I mean, Oregon was every bit as good as Washington this year. Washington just found a way to win both of those games, uh, you know. And, And so we thought that this team had a chance to win the national championship. There was no prayer that 2016 team was getting by uh, Jalen Hurts in Alabama in that uh, semifinal. You know, Dick, it's interesting because you get a team, uh, some of the Blue Bloods, and Washington's got a great tradition in football, but to get there and then win it, and sometimes it's hard to get back up again, and they turn around and play next win, uh, Monday against Michigan. It has seemed like when I listened to audio or heard or saw some of the post game, everybody understood that this is not over. It is that an yeah. that is an experienced kind of a five and six year senior laden type team as well. Yeah. Really veteran team guys, and that and that's well put. I mean, Michael Penix was even asked by Molly McGrath after the game, "Was this your is this your best performance ever at Washington?" He said, "No, we got one more." I mean, he was there was no real celebrating after that game last night. I mean, there was no sense of we just accomplished something. There, there was okay. This was the necessary step to get through to accomplish what we want to accomplish, and that's a national championship. That is the reason Michael Penix – Michael Penix, we came back in August. He was like, I came back to win a national title. And we were kind of like all, okay, we love the goal. You're going to be one of the top two or three teams in the Pac-12, but to get all the way to the national championship, you know, that you, you might be biting off a little more than you can chew. And Michael Penix proved all of us wrong. I mean, hell, I thought they'd lose at USC. You know, when, when the season started, I thought, I thought they'd probably have two losses. I thought they'd lose at USC, and they'd lose some other. They'd find another game that they would trip and fall, and they may be able to make it into the Pac-12 championship game. And if they could, then I think, you know, then I thought maybe a one-loss team could potentially make the Final Four. But this has been, uh, this has just been a magical, magical year. And it's not like they're just falling into these wins, guys. They're earning these wins. They're grabbing these wins, and, and they are so freaking battle-tested in one possession game. This is nine straight games. They've won by one score. I mean, it's just it's unbelievable. And we wanted to get into this type of game. In fact, I mean, through three quarters, it was way easier than I thought it was going to be. I mean, I, I, I thought this was going to be a one-score game. I thought it would finish the way it did. But after three quarters, I don't think anybody thought this was going to come down to the last play of the game. Washington looked like they were walking away from this thing after three quarters, but hey, it was the Texas. They didn't let that happen. What is the thing that separates the connection from Michael Penix and Roma Dunze from kind of your normal, even great quarterback wide receiver duos? They, they seem like they share a consciousness. They do share a consciousness. And, and you saw, I thought, for the most part, I thought the Texas DBs did a hell of a job. I mean, there was a one play at the end where there was a pass interference where, you know, Rome just beat the guy bad. And that would have been a touchdown had it not been a pass interference. But for the most part, I mean, Penix was having to throw 
dime 40 yards down the field to wide receivers that do such a good job of not letting the DB know that the ball is there. Have you noticed that? I mean, Jalen Polk, Roma Dunze, they just are running their routes and they just barely peek over their shoulder, get their hands up, and the ball is just handed to them. And that's almost impossible. Like, what are you supposed to do if you're a Texas corner in those situations? I mean, they had a blanket it. And Penix is just throwing surgical strikes on the money. It's just, and that's just working together for two full years with these guys. Dick, any early thoughts on Michigan? Any uh, first impressions that you've you've gleaned from uh, this upcoming matchup next Monday? Yeah, I mean, Michigan has always been the team that uh, of the four or of the three other uh, teams in the Final Four that scared me the most, just because of their ability to consistently run the ball and stop the run. And, you know, I think the access, the accessibility of Dylan Johnson to play is going to be huge for Washington. Uh, it could potentially be a game break, you know, a game snatching type injury if he's not able to go because Washington really doesn't have another option there. Remember, Cam Davis was their starting running guy back going into the season and he got injured in camp. And so Dylan Johnson came on to be the guy and we never thought Dylan Johnson would have the type of year that he has had and he has been a bell cow and sets everything up in that passing game with what he does on the ground and it's not like he shredded Texas on the ground yesterday but he did just enough right he made the big run he converted to those two early touchdowns he did just enough where Michael Penix could uh, could do his damage through the air I the, thought the Mississippi yeah, yeah, is going to come after Penix in that championship game, and that offensive line, which was great yesterday, protecting Penix, is going to have to do it again against Michigan. Yeah, it, it, it'll be interesting. It's kind of a two different type styles, which is great. Uh, I, I just, Penix was brilliant. The, the zone read. I thought there were a few times he could have pulled it away from Johnson and walked into the end zone from fifteen or twenty yards out. Jalen Polk is a Texas kid from Lufkin High School. He had a heck yeah. of a game. That big long catch and run. Uh, the the complimentary type receivers that was brought up earlier to you, a kind of a nice surprise, and, and what a career he's had with the Huskies there up in Seattle. Yeah, we call him Big Play JP up here because he just has a knack, right? He just has a knack for making those huge catches down the sideline. Uh, you know, the just just phenomenal addition. And it, it really, with the injury to Jalen McMillan this year, Polk has stepped up and has been an all Pac-12 wide receiver. And now you get McMillan back, and then and what do you do, right? What do you do when you're on defense when you're facing three NFL wide receivers? And that's what Washington has. They have three NFL wide receivers out there. And who knows? I mean, Jeremy, Bernard, Jeremy Bernard might be an NFL wide receiver as well. He had some nice plays despite having the, the biggest bonehead play of the game, which just swung the momentum back in the favor of Texas with that uh, with that fumbled punt. But uh, Jalen Polk is going to be missed here in Seattle if he decides to go to the NFL. We're hoping that, uh, hey, maybe we can come back for one year. Let's see if that NIL can find him, uh, you know, high six figures and we can get him to, uh, to stick around in Seattle for one more year. All right, uh, Dick Fain, KJR Radio in Seattle with us on 365 Sports. Craig, one more. Dick, I know it's all, you know, about the national championship and all that, but how much talk has there been about this being the the last bastion of the Pac-12 and now this is really a a Big Ten national championship uh, as far as starting next year goes? Has there been any talk about just this final run in the Pac, bittersweet? Uh, Is it just all eyes on the Big Ten? How would you describe that? 
Well, I think it depends on if you're a, a Husky or a Cougar. I think Husky fans are excited for the future, and they realize that the Pac-12 did this to themselves with absolutely horrific commissioner work over the last, really, the last 25 years, dating all the way back to Tom Hansen. Um, this, this conference could not market itself to, to save its butt and was not able to save its butt. And so Husky fans are like, hey, it, yeah, we like, the, we like the tradition of the Pac-12, but we're ready to move on because we feel like we belong in a big-time conference. And let's face it, you know Texas is going the SEC. If you're not part of the SEC or the Big Ten, you're going to be left behind in college football. And I think Husky fans realize that. And Cougar fans, it's more, that, for them, it's more like, man, can we just salvage a Pac-12 and make it uh, you know, somewhat relevant where we could potentially have a chance if we won that conference to go to, the, uh, to, go to the, the, the Final 12 in the future. But, yeah, it's sad to see the Pac-12 go, but it's the direction that college football is going in. And if you're not a member of the Big Two, then you know, forget about it. Just look at, look at all the teams that would have been in the Final 12 this year. Well, we'd have had one, right? Florida State would have been the one non-SEC or Pac or a Big Ten team that would have finished in the top twelve in the standings. Yeah, as far as looking forward to twenty twenty four, I think you're right. I, I believe right. you're right. Yeah. Dick, thank you very much. Uh, is Softy landed back in town? Yeah, he's landed. We're uh, we're gonna get we're gonna hit the air here in about thirty minutes, and uh, he's working on zero sleep in about the last thirty hours. But uh, you know him; he's got enough oh, adrenaline to handle. You guys do an incredible job with what you do at KJR. Love to have you on, Dick. Thank you very much for your time. Enjoy it. We'll talk again soon. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.